Yo, what it do, man? This is Grindface and the Therapist, man. I'm Demetrius. I'm Sunia. We've been together for 28 years and married for 23, 24, but who's counting? This is episode 25, and we're going to get on the topic of appreciation. Like, what is appreciation? Like, some people really don't understand the definition of appreciation. Can you break that down to our, our listeners? Like, appreciation. Appreciation. What do you mean? What's the definition? This might know. be the first time somebody ever heard of the word appreciation. Like, I don't have my phone in front of me, mm. obviously, to go with Webster. <laughs> <Sorry>. However, appreciation <laughs> is pretty much appreciation when you appreciate someone for doing something or just showing your gratitude. Gratitude. So let me give you my definition of appreciation, though, is, is valuing people um, for what they do for you, um, whether it's really it could be a stranger just for opening the door. You know, just always showing that appreciate appreciation and acknowledging when someone, you know, do something for you. Silent appreciation is cool, but I think sometimes people need to know that you value what they're doing. You know, the um, our last episode was love language. And I really believe in my and I was listening to some kind of seminar, not a seminar, but something about business that when you're in business, you have employees. Everybody is a different type of appreciation language. That some some likes to be uh, acknowledged in front of people. Some like monetary gift. It's like everybody appreciation is different how they receive appreciation. Do you you think you agree on that? I think I, I agree, but it could be twofold in an employer setting, um, like a job setting, because it's like okay, everybody love language is different. Everybody appreciation language is different. You're right. Some people want to be seen with the appreciation. Some people want you to announce it publicly. Some people monetary, some people gifts. However, the only reason is good, but I could see it becoming a problem because an employee may say, well, you did this, you announced it in front of everyone. Yes. But when it came to me, you didn't announce it in front of everyone. So I think it's just basically getting to know your staff, right? And knowing their different personalities, but you also have to be fair across the board because that could become a potential lawsuit or discrimination because you can't just do one thing for one person. So it's, uh, it, um, it could become rules in the workplace. Yeah. Cause you, you can't like publicly announce what someone did. And then someone else did something and then you go to them privately and give them something else because not th that person may not have an issue with it because it's always someone else in somebody else's business, right? Oh, well, you know, she just did this, 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 and this. They didn't make it a public announcement for her without even having a conversation if she wanted the public announcement. Yes. So, yes. yeah, so you, it could become a tricky game in an employee a job but, environment but also in family you know oh, what i mean absolutely it, it, i'm it, glad you said that even living with birthdays family. that's why i don't post anybody's birthday on my stories because it's like oh you posted them on your stories on social media for their birthday but you didn't post me it just becomes a whole competition thing oh you did something for them for their birthday or like it, it give and take you know what i'm saying if you you, you doing this to me it was a uh, one thing I, I, I really hate, I feel like people feel like it's their birthday, they should get a gift. I don't think that. If you're having a party, you should give a gift. You should bring a gift with you. Just because, I don't know, this new age, they, they post the cash app on social media and feel like their followers should appreciate them and I think throw them money. It's like, But I think it's rude to ask for a gift. I just, I don't know, for me, 
that um, that's the first way to make me not get you a gift is when you ask. I think a gift is something that should be a something that a person wants to do that they don't feel pressured or forced into doing. So when you put, it's my birthday, here's my cash app. I think that's so rude. It's like telling somebody what to get you for your birthday. Remember, I don't have to get you anything. So whatever I show up with, you should be appreciative. And I just think people have this mindset of like someone owes you something. I always tell my kid this, my kids this. Anything somebody does for you, you should be thankful because it's extra because they don't have to. And I think that's the type of mentality I have. Like if you showed up for my birthday, cool, great. If you if you bring a gift, cool. But I I'm tell not people I am the gift. Me showing up is enough appreciation in my my opinion. But, but shit. it's twofold, though. Like if you don't have it, I'm thankful for your presence. Right. But I don't like people either that just want to come suck up the festivities and eat it, and they never bring anything. Yes. Like they never give yeah. any. It's like usury. So it's like I'm not expecting, but I don't like when people basically they want stuff and you you give to them, but they never be like, hey, let me do this just because I appreciate you. Like I could be out with someone. So they not showing their appreciation. No, so not they at want all. To be but lip service, lip services yeah. is 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 not real to me because I can say I appreciate you. I appreciate you all day long. That's it's like a cop out. Yeah. Show me like, for example, if I'm out with somebody, I just foot the bill. I appreciate you. It's different ways to show. And it doesn't have to be monetary, but you just saying it to me. I want to see it. It's bullshit. Yeah, yes. I want to. You know what I'm saying? I want. It's people that I have done a lot for and I have yet to see them be like, you know what? I value or appreciate. Yes, and it's a not phone a phone call to be, hey, hey, sis, thank you. I no, appreciate you. No, the phone you. call don't work for me. Because, oh, no? again, okay. no, that's a cop-out. Because <laughs> if I'm giving you, like, monetary showed up, actions, I want to see some type of action. I think it's just like saying I love you or we're family. That's a Show me you love me. Show me that, you know, that we're family. It's actions. And the so people, your appreciation language is actions. I think anything in life should be an action. You could say something all day long, but what does your action show? You know what I'm saying? Like you out with somebody like I love my friends because we always fighting over the bill. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got the bill. I got the bill. We basically got to like, no, I got, you know what I'm saying? Um, and if you don't got it, because there's been plenty of times before I was in a position that I'm in now that I didn't have it. But I'm saying you show up every time and you never reach for your purse. Are you show up and you never bring you? It's kind of like, yeah, you know what, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not. Now you're becoming a user. So you telling me you appreciate me, but in there's ample times for you to show it. You don't. I, I, you made a good valid point. You know what I'm saying? The, the talk, the talk is the cop out. Like, uh, I, I, I agree. Cause it's, it's, it's not that hard to acknowledge your appreciation. I, I feel like it's just, it takes effort. And a lot of people just don't want to put effort in. They don't want to put the effort in, but then at the same time, they want to be appreciated. I think appreciation goes both ways. I believe in giving people their flowers while they're here, right? Then we crying at, oh my, but it's like, what? how did you show them that they were of value to you while they were here? You. you know what I mean? That even goes to your relationship. I mean, a lot of times we take the person we with for granted. True. You know what I'm saying? And we never show our appreciation because we feel like, hey, they're supposed to be doing this. They're supposed to be doing that. And so we don't stop and pause and be like, hey, 
thank you. I appreciate you. But I guess the words that don't work with you. So I guess, no. you know what I'm saying? Here's a flower. Here's a, a, a watch, jewelry, whatever tickles their family. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Take them it out to dinner, pay the bill. Be, like, shit, I just I don't know. need action. Be, I mean, come on now. We hear people talk all the time. I, I, I can't stand a talker. Like I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm an executor. So I want to see you put it in but motion. I, I mean, no, because look, this is what I, w- I will see with people, right? Because people are very strategic, or ve- not even strategic, very calculated. Because I'll see you do all this for somebody else. Yes. You, you rolling out the red car trying to win them over. But it's like, hey, this person did this. This person did this. And I have never seen you even give them a gift to say thank you. Well, I think that's where that person takes them for granted. They take that relationship, that person of value for granted because they too close to them. And they don't see what you're doing. It's actually, you know, saying something you don't do for everybody because it's so close to them. I think that's part of the issue, too, when people get come close to you. Um, I was um, I was watching this one video. They said, um, basically, you could do all this stuff for a person, right? You know what I'm saying? Being kind, generous, everything to them. And they don't see it as a value. But as soon as a stranger do it, it's like, oh, my gosh. Look what they've done for me. What and they, they get all these praises. Like, it's easier for somebody to praise a stranger because they feel like a stranger don't have to do it yeah. compared to somebody close to them. Oh, they, they feel like, well, this is normal. This is, you know what I'm saying? But it's really not normal. Because they don't have to do it. And I think that's where people get it confused. No one has to do anything for it. We just had a conversation. I had a conversation with a family member. And um, I'm like, as Americans, we are so entitled. So entitled. So we were talking about SSI, Social Security um, benefits for people that are, you know, disabled, mentally, you know, incapable of taking care of themselves. Right. So I was having a conversation with an individual and they were like, Oh, well, SSI is not enough money to live off of. I said, exactly. That's the whole point. Because if mentally and physically you, you're able body to get a job, you should get a job. I don't think it's meant to take care of you. I think it's to assist you. Right. I said, in typical, I said, the only way I could see, Someone saying that is is if is if they were physically and mentally incapable of taking care of themselves. And at that point, they'll be in some type of boarding care. But in reality, it's really on the family to ensure that they're being taken care of. And I said, that's the problem with us. One thing I would say I love about Asian cultures, how they how they how they take care of their elderly, how they take care of their is uh, is family. Right. So I was like, why have we become accustomed like even with welfare and I don't knock anybody to get food stamps, none of it because we were on it at some point. Right. But I never had the mindset that this is a lifetime situation. Yes. I've always had the mindset if this is a temporary situation for me to get on my feet, do what I need to do and use it for my advantage. And I will hear people say, Oh, well this is not enough money, but it's like the government is not your parent. At why do you think the government is responsible for taking care of you when there isn't anything wrong for you with taking care of yourself. And we have this entitlement where something is owed to us. Like I've even had employees to where, Oh, I want to raise. Oh, okay. What are you doing to get a raise? I always tell my staff this. I don't pay based on degree. Cause I think you can be, have the highest degree and be the dumbest in the business. Not to say this applies to any of my staff because it doesn't. 
But I believe in paying people based on skill set. If you're building, bringing something to the company, if you're bringing in revenue, you're bringing in, you're bringing something to help build and bring him I'm money. I'm going to give you more money. But if it's like, I'm just paying you to write a book and you wrote a book. Okay. Fair exchange, no robbery. You got paid for what you were hired to do. Yeah, and that goes even far too. That I, I say it's it's called the tip, the tip entitlement. Everybody feel like they deserve a tip. But why? You know what I'm saying? The, the waitress, you, you doing your job. Do. The DoorDash people getting pissed off because they don't get a tip, but you getting paid to deliver this food. You know what I'm saying? A lot of lot of jobs now they feel like they entitled to a tip. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because. I guarantee most of these people that they feel like they're entitled to a tip don't tip others. Like you go to the doctor, do you tip your doctor? Do you tip them nurses? You tip your therapist? Yeah. Do you tip anybody else? But yet, you do you you expect everybody to tip you? That's crazy. Well, that's the what I'm saying. You tip your mechanic. I never seen nobody. Hey, here's the mechanic. Here's the. I'm a tipper. I always tip, and sometimes he gets mad because I over tip. I'm just a person that gives. but I don't think you should be given to when you don't deserve it. Exactly. So even if you work for a company, you should never be like, oh, I want to raise because I've been here a year. Okay. In this year, what have you done outside of your job description that you're being paid to do to make the company grow and to better the company? If you're not doing anything extra, why do you think you should be getting paid more extra? Because to give you more money, the company has to make more money. So if you're not doing anything to make the company better, to create more revenue, what am I paying you more money for? And that's where people get life twisted. It's like, you owe me this. No, they, they, no one owes you anything. They want to feel appreciative. Your appreciation is giving me your check for the job that you do. Fair exchange, no robbery. Should I, okay, for example, should I get extra? Should you should you go work outside of your, your company hours because I'm paying you? Because that's pretty much what you're saying. Give me more because I'm working. Okay, so give me more hours off the time when you're clocked out because I'm paying. It's the same thing. People see it one-sided because you're an employer. You're supposed to. But as an employer, should I feel like you're supposed to do more work? So you can't see it one-sided when it only benefits you. You have to see it how it benefit benefits both parties. It's fair exchange, no robbery. I will give anybody any more money if I see that you're helping build, you're dedicated to the company, and you basically are bringing more revenue in. But if I can have somebody and hire somebody to just say, hey, I need you to see clients, I can have anybody do that. What am I paying you more money for? That's great. But let's get on relationships and, and the regular people. Everybody's regular, <laughs> but okay. So, so what about what about relationship as as families and let's get on families and showing appreciation to people that's that's there for you, that's um, mentally there for you, morally there for you. You know what I'm saying? How do since talk is too much? What is the other way of showing your appreciation? Because I you say talk some sometimes a great text is is very. Hit hit the spot for me. No, that's good. You know good. what I'm saying? Because some people, good. but if I, I see you saying with talk, when a person's constantly saying saying the same shit over and over and never showing, it's good. But when it's somebody that never showed it and they just hit you with a random text, I really appreciate you. I thank you for being there for me. You know what I'm saying? That can really hit the spot. So you can't really say words don't hit. 
You know I think saying? it hits when it's genuine, right? Words do hit for me when it's genuine. But when I see, like, I've done a lot for you over the years, and then you're doing it, that's what I'm saying, calculated. Because I'm like, you're not even a giving person, right? But, but that, then you saying, but then that person should be cut off. No, because you're you saying you pour into somebody and you pour in and pour in and pour in and they never return a, a return a pour. It's nothing wrong with them. I think it's something wrong with you. Correct. That's why, to be honest, my circle, they're there a thousand percent. And, and I don't need them to be like, oh, I appreciate you every day. It's, it, it, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of like. You show up to support. Like, I have a friend that live all the way in Texas. I don't care what I drop. I don't care. She listening to the podcast. I don't care if I, I drop a book today. She's going to purchase it. You know, I don't care if I have a pen with the name Sunia on it. She's going she's gonna to support what I do. And that's appreciation to say, hey, you know what? You've been there for me. You've been rocking with me. I'm going to show up and support, even if I'm not there physically, because there's all ways to show appreciation and support. But you know when somebody appreciates you. I don't you, know. I don't, appreciation and support seem like two different things nah, to me. No, it's the same thing. Mm, I don't know. The me is different. How? Uh, because... I think showing appreciation is you being vulnerable and, and really letting your guard down and letting a person know that you're you're really that's a relationship. You know what that's saying? not appreciation. So I'm gonna but you being be vulnerable so, but with buying, the waitress. Buying my my no, you being it doesn't necessarily support mean is buying. I don't, do y'all agree, man? Do is appreciation no. and support two different things? Because you could you could constantly buy my shit and be supportive. But do you actually appreciate the things I do for you? You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 okay, two different you're right. things. You're right. You know what I'm but saying? This, I'm, I'm talking about my personal experience. So what I'm saying for me, my tribe, they show up in many different ways to show that they appreciate me. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, I agree now that you're putting it like that. Support and appreciation can be different. But you got to know, just like we were talking about the staff, what ways does a person feel appreciated? For example, like. Yes, appreciation language. Everybody got a different correct. one. Correct. But minds could be words. Like, for example, I don't expect for. Um, well, no, sometimes my tribe sometimes just send me out the blue. Like, I appreciate you. You know, somebody just recently was like, you know, I appreciate you. You loyal. You always there. That type of stuff touches me, too. But if you're always saying it. And I don't see no action behind. At this point, it's like, okay, you're just talking. And I even think business relationships, you also should you should oh, show absolutely. your appreciation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for handling my case so, so in a rush time. You know what I'm saying? Here's a little bouquet of fruit or something. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's very. Now you're saying that I got three people. Yeah, that's very, I think I that's very powerful and appreciated because a lot of times, these relationships, they come, oh, they supposed to do what they do. Yeah, they so supposed to do what they do, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they, they got their favorites, so it, 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 it's, it's tricky. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the person, because I deal with a lot of different companies in business. I will send, I will, it's funny, because I'll, I'll always ask, even in the grocery store, like, who's your supervisor? And they automatically think, like, it's negative. negative. review. And so they're, like, looking at me hesitant. And they give me the supervisor's information 
and I'll send them a whole positive message email because I think too, we're quick to basically write a bad review, but we don't have that same energy when somebody does something positive. And, and honestly, I'd write more good reviews and send more supervisors, good um, emails about um, staff versus negative, because this is how I feel like somebody had a conversation with me about a company and they was like, I, I don't like that company. There is a bad company. I said, okay, explain to me what happened. Well, we went there and the guy, he was so rude. I said, so is it a, is it a bad company or was the employee a bad, a bad employee? I said, because I'm a business owner. So it frustrates me when people want to go straight to the website because we didn't do something. Did they like, did you try to rectify the situation? Now, if you tell them, if you're telling me that the employee provided bad customer service and you went to the supervisor, they didn't do anything. You went to management. Then it's like, okay, this is an issue within the company, but you can't fault a company for one bad person. Cause you got to be honest. There's going to be good employees and bad employees. So I'm never one to be like, Oh, I'm going to go write a review. But do you got a suggestion box? But that, but, I do. I, I have mean, a suggestion yes. box. Yeah. Because I have, at the we, end of the we, day, as a, uh, as a, me a question because you, you're going about to go on at the end of the day, uh, as a customer, we don't want to go out our way and do all that extra shit. Do what? You know what I'm saying? Can I speak to the manager? Can I do this? Look, I'm going straight to Yelp. You know what nah. I'm saying? You contact me through no. there. But this see, is my thing. But if they're providing good customers, you have more people that are write a, a negative review. Because they use it as a weapon. Right. To me, it's vindictive because if they provided the opposite type of customer service, would you be quick to write a positive review? I, I totally agree. I, I, yeah, because people don't leave positive reviews at all because I don't think it's a common thing. It's like I'm gonna, I'm going to. I think it's more write a word, bad review. Uh, the, the positive reviews become word of mouth. You know what I'm saying? You're going to tell your friends, hey, girl, no, you know what I'm saying? Companies, yeah, that, we, that, we they, got, they did me good over I there. I do think companies can get good reviews, right? But at the same time, I like what you said. I think people use bad reviews as a weapon to basically be vindictive. Be vindictive. And that's why I said, did you even try to rectify the situation? Like I had somebody write a bad review about an employee, never was a customer because they had their own personal family issues and wanted to be vindictive. But I'm like, hey, your personal issues with this person has nothing to do with my company. I true. I so should I go to your job and write a negative review? I would have. That's you, just on, me. I'm on, on, on your job? Because it's like, how are you going to penalize the company because y'all got internal family conflict? And that's what I'm saying when it's vindictive. Because if someone's doing something right, are we quick to write a review? I'm big on sending companies edible arrangements and just to say I thank you because I feel like we don't do that enough. Because people don't like to spread the positivity that they're good. I don't know. It's just like the negative is so easy to spread, but the positive and the good shit people do, people don't want to share that. But that's then weird. it goes, but the crazy thing to me is people that do that, but then want somebody to show appreciation towards them. You want the raise. You want to be acknowledged. You want somebody to say thank you. But how often do, do you, you do it? it? Yes. Because even a, a good Yelp review, somebody did good service. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank you for the, the, the great service you provide. I was at Rouse and uh, it was the, she was, I don't know. She was mopping the floor doing something. And I went to go buy a cake in the bakery. Um, and she was, you know, went out her way to get me a cake. And I was like, 
who's your supervisor? And she looked so scared. I, and I, I didn't tell her what I was doing. She told me, went, found him, like, hey, you know, the girl in the back, da 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 gave her a huge compliment. You know what I'm saying? And I hope it made her night because that I'm just big on acknowledging people, right? Not because I want something in return. But that's great. But be- Did you go leave it on the website? No. Exactly. Exactly. But I told her supervisor. Exactly. Exactly. It's one thing to be on the website, but I'm telling someone that deals with you directly, right? That basically is in a position to say, good. I mean, this is a corporate, corporate big company, right? But the fact that I'm telling your supervisor is more personal. I mean, give and take, because probably the supervisor don't give a fuck anyway. No, they was they were really they. You could tell if I'd have felt the energy was like, so what? I probably would have went to the next. I'm that type of person. Like I'll just leave reviews and leave uh, emails um, for people's supervisors all the time because I'm just like, especially being in business now, it's just people are so quick to to write a review. You'd be like to write a review, and you're like, but that 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 didn't even happen, and I hate. Hate is a strong word. I dislike the fact that us being in the field as therapists, because it, people be lying. And because we are therapists, we're we're held to confidentiality. And yeah. we can't even say, like, your review is a complete <laughs> lie. You know what I'm saying? Because then we're acknowledging. Hey, try that, that shit with me, yeah, though. Because <laughs> then you're acknowledging that you're our client. So we're breaching mm-hmm. confidentiality. And you're looking at some of this stuff like, that ain't even what happened, though. Yeah. I try that shit with me. I have y'all all over the internet. Yeah, see, we can't do that. We just have to take the hit, suck it up. I had somebody lie so bad on one of my employees. I was so upset, but it's like, you know, I I got it down. Um, the one about the, the family conflict with an employee, I got it down, taken down. But it's like, it's stuff on there. I'm like, if I did it, I'm I'm one to say I apologize, I did it. But a lot of times, too, that's why I don't. I don't you got to know what you're good at. That's why I don't try to answer the phones. I'm a very direct person. And when a person is not used to being told what they want to hear, because um, I'm very polite, very pleasant, but I'm just very straight to the point and direct. The people, oh, how are you doing? You know, how was your day? Your dog is beautiful. I'm not that person. Like, I'm not going to fluff it up and and lie to you. Your hair looks nice. If I say your hair looks nice, it's really because I feel like your hair looks nice. And so I understand I'm not a customer service person in terms of answering the phone and that's not my personality, but many times people just assume things and run with it. It's like, Hey, that that's, that's not what happened. And I think, and I, I think because people always see me and think I mean, I'm always big on seeing both perspectives and understanding just because this is what I assume this may not be what's happening. Do you remember when we went to the, I wish you would stop making all these noise. Remember when we went to, um, what is that barbecue place by the Ontario Mills? Barbecue, Top Dog. Top Dog. Um, uh, something shit. They I nasty. Forgot. I hate them. Yeah, I didn't even famous know. De- famous Dog. No, and I'm not going to tell famous you Famous Dave's. Cause, cause it's, nasty it's as not, fuck. It's not Famous Dave's. It's, it's something famous, and, and it's, it's not good. No, it's not. And I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> you're giving them a bad review publicly, and that is not what the uh, name is called. I hate that place. However, we went to this barbecue place, and so it was like maybe 30 family members. It was like 30 of us. They was really giving this waitress like a hard time. 
and I, you know, I pulled my, a few of my family members, the ones that are very outspoken and was kind of being bullies that day. And I'm like, Hey, look, check this out. She may be having a bad day. Y'all don't know what this, this lady is experiencing here at work in her person. Like y'all need to chill out. You know what I mean? And so I apologized to her, you know, and once I told them that her energy changed and sometimes like, so what, but she at work. Okay. Yeah. She's at work and maybe she should, you would say be professional, but we're, we live in a real world, right? We're not robots. And I think sometimes you can't always take things personal. I'm going to write, I'm going to complain. And it's like, Look at it from a different perspective and understand that they may be experiencing something too. And that's why I'm big on trying to see every perspective because it's not just about my lens, right? And and how I'm I'm perceiving it or experiencing it. I don't know what the other person is experiencing on their end. Yes, you don't. So I mean, they probably one one trigger finger to go in chaos. You know what I'm saying? And if they one trigger going chaos on you, yes. and you sitting there complaining, and you uh, that, but it's like just I just believe in life. Just treat people in the same manner you want to be treated. It's just simple, simple. You know, if you want to be appreciated, appreciate others, and don't That's just simple. Yes. appreciate people for motive. Because I I'll be looking at some people like this. I I've known you your whole life and I've never seen you do anything for anybody. So what is it about this new relationship or this person that you rolling out the red carpet for is calculated because this is not your character. Yes. Motive. I agree on that. People be having motives and try to show their appreciation through motives. Have you ever show appreciation through a motive? I'm not a motivated person. I'm basically either I'm a do it or I'm not. I move by God. But I'm not calculated. I don't do stuff for show or do if I'm doing. And you notice, I just sent somebody a text today and I kept going back and forth because I'm praying like I want to make sure what I'm doing is because God has me doing it. I'm not the type of person to just do stuff just to do it or do it to be seen. Like even the kids in front of the store, especially when it's young black boys, when they outside in front of them stores selling candy, I always give them the money and say, I don't want the candy. It's not about getting scammed. Nah, this it is, is my, about nah, You that, ain't about to come with your sob story. And they don't even have me. to tell me a sob, sob story. Okay, I like one, day, one of them. He said, man, I'm trying to get some studio time. So this is my <laughs> thing. I seen a kid. He was in Rancho Cucamonga, you know, in front of Target. A lot of white people walking past him. He got tattoos on his face. 16, probably teenage kid, right? So my thing is he could be out doing something negative, right? So the tattoos is not going to be a detouring to be like, oh, I'm not going to give him. No, I'm going to give him this $20 and tell him I don't even want the candy because I want to motivate him to say, you know, there are some people that see you doing good. There are some people that's not going to walk past you. So anytime I see kids, especially African-American males or Latino males in front of the store selling candy while everybody's passing them up. Yes, I'm going to go back in the store purchase some gum, get some cash and give you that 20 because you could be doing something that's not productive. And I'm going to show you if nobody else does, I appreciate you doing something positive to earn your money. It's like a motivator and encourager for them to keep doing it. But if I was like everybody else just walking past, I'm not giving them no, this dude got tats. It's like, that's discouraging, right? I mean, it is. So it's like, 
They can have a mindset, well, F it. Why am I keep coming up, you know, here every day trying to be productive and people just passing me by? And some people say, it's not your problem. He shouldn't have got tattoos. But I just feel like, again, but people treating don't owe you people. Shit either. No, but I just feel like you should treat people the way you want to be treated. I don't know why he got a tattoo on his face. But is the tattoo on his face makes him a bad person? No, it does not. You know what but I mean? But also, is it calculated? Is you going to certain neighborhoods where you feel like people got better money than places where people could relate to you at? I so don't know. things look, could become look, calculated. It could be calculated, but I'm going to move according to God in my heart every time. Well, not my heart, according to what God is telling me. Because this is the thing. I don't like to judge people based on appearance. Like many companies be like, oh, you can't have colored hair. You can't have tattoos. I remember when my director, she first came in for an interview. She had a bunch of tats and she came in and covered them up. And I think one was showing her something and she was like, oh, you know, I, I have this tat and kind of apologetic for it. I said, check this out. Tats don't detour me. You know, I don't care if you come in here with purple, green, yellow, fluorescent, whatever color hair. My thing is this. There may be a person that comes in for therapy. There may be a kid that comes, somebody that has a lot of tats that feel like a therapist can't relate to them because they're cookie cutter or because they don't understand their story based on their tats, based on their hair, based on their piercings. They may connect with you specifically for that. And I think we have to get out of the mindset of everybody's supposed to look like us. Everybody's supposed to talk like us. Everybody's supposed to do the things we do. And if they don't, they're weird and they're different and I'm going to shun them. It's like, no, understand people's story before you judge. So, yes, when I see people walking past them and not giving them a shot, I'm going to give them a shot. I'm going to give them this money and encouraging them. Tell them something. Hey, keep going. That boy with the tats, I gave him a whole motivational speech. Now, whatever he took from it was on him, but I, I was happy to see him out there no matter how many people walk past him, still trying to do something productive to make some money. Yeah, see, uh, as y'all can tell, she's very passionate. Oh, like, my goodness. She, she on, like. <laughs> she on. <laughs> we got the point. Okay. So you want to carry on to um, something else or what? No, so let me ask you this. So do you feel like, you know, appreciating a stranger for something that you don't benefit from is, is key too? Like, I don't benefit from those kids in front of the store, you know. Um, Mentally, I mean, your soul benefit. It was something in you that benefited, that fed your, your, your soul of peace of you pouring in. So you, you got something out of it too. I don't think it's a matter. Well, I have, I like to give. I ain't going to just give to you. I'm not dumb. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to just give to you to give to you. No. But what I'm saying is, so well, I guess person, the benefit could be a, a greater society. a person who like to give is not sacrificing the, when they give. Not true. So it depends on what you give. I think the benefit, I think the benefit is, uh, and people probably are not going to agree and like, oh, they should be robbing stuff anyways. But I just feel like, you know, I'm more giving to a kid than I would an adult. And I'm going to tell you why. A kid is brought and raised into their circumstances. They're not given a choice. They're, they're basically playing the game of life with the limited tools that they were given, right? So they're, they're living life with their hands tied behind their back because they have to do what their parents tell them to do or the envir living environment that their parents chose. For. So things that are being give to, given to them, taught to them, 
is chosen by their their guardian, their parent, their caregiver, right? So I have a heart for that. I have a heart for kids that come from a certain area. I disagree. Why? Some kids come from a good-ass home and still decide to do evil. No, I'm not. Listen, I don't care if you came from a bad environment and you decide to do evil. You're making a decision to basically do bad. I'm not rewarding that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the kids that have cards stacked against them and still trying to do stuff right. You know, even I'm not you could be raised with money. Don't but, don't give don't see, you no see don't one, mistake you, you what see I'm one saying. One kid selling candy in front of the store, and you know that whole life story. No, listen, don't mistake. I don't always give every single kid right. Don't mistake what I'm saying. A kid could be raised in with millions, but lack the attention and emotional support that they get from they should be getting from their parents. I'm not saying it has anything to do with money. I'm not saying it has anything to do with where you live at if you live in the hood because you could be raised in uh the suburbs and your parents is emotionally unavailable but buys you everything in the store i feel for those kids what i'm saying is i have a heart for a kid because they don't have they don't have the choice to just be like i'm leaving they have to deal with the cards that have been dealt with them until they become an adult and could just be like i'm out that's what i'm saying I get you because I I have a heart for kids that's out there trying to make shit happen. That's That's, what I'm saying. So basically you, you, they put in the effort forward. So let me give them the next step to step up. I'm going to give you that encouragement. I'm going to encourage an adult, but I'm going to go extra hard for a kid. Like an adult could say, I need gas money for, for a, a, a job. Okay, you grown. You know what I'm saying? But if a kid came to me and was like, you know what? I need some money to get back and forth to work. I'm more likely going to give that money to the kid than the adult because the kid's resources are limited versus an adult's resources. And that's why you got scammed at the time you did that. I bet you I didn't get scammed after that. <laughs> and the funny thing is I knew he was lying when he yeah. asked that, and it was your nephew while you trying to put it on blast. <laughs> but I guarantee you, see, this is me. I'm going to always give you a rope to hang yourself, right? Because I kind of figured it was a lie because I had already hit up different family members and was like, hey, this kid got a job. They like, nah, he ain't got no job. Okay, so I intentionally gave him the $100, and I'm going to tell you why I intentionally gave him the $100. I gave him the $100 so next time when he came around to ask me for something else, no, because the first time I gave you $100, you lied about it. So actually – I didn't get scammed. You scammed yourself because the water would have continued to provide you water. The well would have continued to provide you water, but it's dry now because of you trying to hustle me in your lie. I was teaching him a lesson. He wasn't teaching me. I was teaching him a lesson. You you, could get this. You didn't think you had taught that lessons with 20? No. Yes. It could have been with 20, (laughs) but I wanted him to see. What kind of gas? Hold on. The thing is, he didn't lie because he he said he 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 needed some gas. No, he He said he needed to get back and forth to work. He started a new job. He never had a job. I thought he said gas because he bought gas. No, but this. (laughs) (laughs) He bought gas. He could smoke. (laughs) But this this is my thing. This is my thing. I was teaching him a lesson because I was showing him. You could get anything from me as long as I see you being out there productive and trying to do something with yourself. But the moment you try to play me and lie to me, that was the first and the last hundred dollars you'll ever get from me. 
Now, do you do you feel like your man show enough appreciation to you? Are you asking me in terms of you? No, I don't know you, girl. Shit. <laughs> Are you asking me a question or not? I'm asking you a question. Do you do you think your man show enough appreciation? You. Your man. You are my man. I don't know. Well, is this a hypothetical this, or are we no, saying? No, I'm asking them. Do your man give you enough appreciation? Does Demetrius, my husband, give me? Yeah, you do. I, I ain't going to lie. You you do. I wanted to play around, but I'm going to be serious. But if, if if I didn't, how how would you think the relationship will go? Like if a spouse don't show their appreciation, like what, what can those effects cause in a relationship? Well, first of all, I think you should, if you weren't showing me appreciation, I would tell you, you know what I'm saying? I think you should have the conversation first, but once a person lets you know what they're lacking, because I don't think you should be mad at someone. It's like, I'm telling my, our housekeeper, come clean my house and clean this closet, but do it. And I don't tell them specifically what to do. Then how could I be mad? Or no, that's not a, that's a bad example. Yeah, I don't know. Because the housekeeper should, be should know how what should be clean. However, as if your I man told, should be know how to make you happy, right? No, but sometimes, sometimes we've been <laughs> together since we were thirteen, right? On and off in high school, been married. I got married a month before my eighteenth birthday, right? You were eighteen. Listen, the listeners don't understand that they need to tap in. But go ahead, listen to the intro. Okay, so listen to what I'm saying. At 13 what i needed is not what i needed 41 so things change and if you're not telling your mate like hey you know last week or last year that was something that really you know made me happy that's not what makes me happy anymore i don't think your mate should have to play guessing games either yes there's certain times certain things you could walk in a room we could look at each other and automatically know what's going on what's wrong right but then as we grow, because we're not going to stay the same people, I think there should always be check-ins. You shouldn't just assume that this person at 13 is still like the like same that, stuff that, at 41. That, that just doesn't in, make sense. That check-in. So I, I, do you think a person uh, in a relationship to check-in yearly? You know what I'm saying? I think that that's kind of smooth uh, check-in, like a yearly check-in. I don't think necessarily yearly. I think as needed and as necessary. But you don't know what the other person's needed and what's necessary. For but I you, think, I, I think always a yearly be like, check babe, in, are you good? A yearly Is everything okay? Cool. I always ask you, like, are we good? Are you cool? Because I'm checking in. So you thought I was just asking those questions just to ask? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> shit. I didn't know you was checking me I'm in. I'm checking in to you make sure you're you good. Leave like, that damn check at in, shit. It's, because it's I'm always gauging like are we okay like because i could think we're okay but i don't know if you feel like we're okay and i don't but words can say one thing if you you weren't okay you're gonna say okay i'm good but that's not you You and again you got to know your mate if you're not good you're not gonna be like i'm good you have to know your mate right but also think again as an adult you need to be mature enough to be like no i'm not good I was listening to That's something. That's a coin right there. As an adult, coin. you should be voice your feelings. And I, I, as man, a lot of us man, I don't say us man because a lot of men do voice it. We don't really want to voice our feelings because then it gives the woman the opportunity to try to throw that shit back at us. 
Sounds like you've been hurt from in the past, but okay. Say you. I don't like to voice my feelings. They ain't got nothing no, to do with No, a lot of men don't no, like to you can't, express. You ain't met, you because ain't it's met being vulnerable and basically. 10% of the men in this world to make, that's that's like a generalization. Okay, and I'm say generalizing I, to the whole majority of men, god damn it. No, you ain't met enough Shit. men to say that. Like say I said, I, man don't like to voice their opinion because women like to take that shit and throw it back at them. So. What he's referencing to, when we were very young, I used to do that years ago in our early 20s when we were both unhealthy, no longer in that place, no longer does that. So say I. Don't put that on. I hate when because it is a strong not, word. I it's not about me. I'm I'm speaking for my man that's out there that need voices. But you can't speak. Look, if you're a woman, look, look, you God got a podcast, me. don't speak for me because you don't represent me. Sunia can speak for Sunia. majority of the men. You ain't met 10% of the men, 5% of the men Why in the world. Why are you so upset because I'm speaking for because the men? Because you cannot generalize like, a whole shit. group of people and say everybody thinks like that because you I didn't do. say everybody. You ain't met majority... If you met majority, I could go for it. But you have not met 5% of the men in the world, 2% of the men in the world, to even 1% of this, the men in the world to This is her problem. She always want to get technical with shit. Yeah. The point is, the man viewers want to know. Who's the man viewers? Why the Name fuck them. women always got to throw shit back in our face when we <laughs> be vulnerable and let them know about our feelings? That's because it's an immature, broken woman. But, the, but. Men do it too. Why do people? I mean, yeah, I, I must say, I do it too. Yeah, yeah, you used to do it too. So that's my <laughs> whole point. It's like quit generalizing. That's why I said when we were in a broken state, very young. You know what I mean? We fighting and arguing basically to to win the to the win fight. The bot, and the now battle. I don't believe in that. I don't. I don't look. If it get too, it, it's something about just winning the battle, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, motherfucker, I got you. Yeah, when you immature <laughs> at this point in life. You know what I'm saying? When I got like, in my yeah, 30s, I won like, that one. Yeah, you can't say shit now. Yeah, shut it up. Oh, you know, my shut mouth, it up. No, I'm like, not. Yeah. yeah, you never won. You lost every battle because these lips wasn't stopping. Oh, shit. So, but you get to a point though where you grow up, and it's like, did you really win? Because your mate feels defeated. Y'all not talking. So actually, in all reality. You lost the battle because now your house is in disarray. It's like, why would you want to be in a situation like that? And so when I've come to that realization, it's like, I don't even like to go to bed, man. He'll get mad. Like, why you keep, because I'll be like, oh, babe, can I get a kiss? He's like, why are you trying to check my temperature? I'm at exactly trying to that. check. I, and that shit gets so <laughs> Like, you don't want no kiss. He's trying to see where I stand at. Right? And I don't lie like, about it. Yeah, I want to make sure we good because... I'm not about to drag this thing out. We're not going to get a divorce, so we're not about to be in here and mad. See, I'm I very petty. I dragged that shit out for weeks. I used to run that shit out for a long time. I, I used to play that mute shit. Like, so, oh, <laughs> it used that, to get on her nerves. <laughs> oh, I'll be like, yeah, I'm escalate. winning this battle. I'm winning this but motherfucker. Ultimately, he, he lost because then oh, we just shit. became disconnected. And I think when we both realized that, that's why we deal with stuff so much different now. I think a silent treatment is immature. You need to open your mouth and basically address and say what you need and what you want and what is bothering you. So, yes, I do think check-ins are imperative. I think it's something that needs to be had. I think you should always be checking in with your mate. But going back to what I was saying was I heard you playing something where it was like, are women really um, – capable of having pretty much those hard conversations and i'm like in a marriage you should be capable in a relationship any friendship a job 
uh, girlfriend and boyfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, whatever type of relationship, pastor, uh, we got the point. God damn <laughs> shit. You got <laughs> check all of them off the list. <laughs> God damn. The point shit. is you should always be okay with having uncomfortable some conversations. People, Let the, me finish. The some people like to be lied to. Let, well, not me. Let me finish. Because if there's a situation and you're about to cheat or you're thinking about cheating, I may not want to hear that, but I do want that conversation brought to me. Because when that conversation is brought to me, we can have a conversation and rectify and uh, find solutions so that you don't go forth with that cheating. And I think, you know, when it's like, oh, I want to be lied to. No, don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. You know, the, the, the question is, are you not, um, do you want to hear the lie? And are you okay with having those uncomfortable conversations? The reality is, are you okay with the consequence that comes from those uncomfortable conversations? And what I'm saying is not to say if you came, I think if a person came, if you were like, Hey babe, you know, like it's this lady, you know, she's really attractive. I don't know. I'm just really attracted to her. And like, I just was having these thoughts about cheating. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to like the way it sounds, but I much rather you come to me. Right. Because if we have the conversation, we could discuss it. Now, if you oh, don't, so you'll be like, well, shit, you know, it's funny because I was feeling the same thing about Tyrone at work. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Wait a minute. See, those are things that man ain't going to want to hear. They're like, oh, well, then if shit. you don't want to hear it, that's on you, because I much rather have the conversation, because if you don't have the conversation, because when you come and tell me you're you're holding yourself accountable now, I'm, I'm aware of this and I could bring it up and have conversations. But if you don't have a conversation with me, you end up doing it. Now you got to basically deal with that consequence for not having a conversation. Now, not all people are mature enough to have a conversation. Then I wouldn't have a conversation if I brought it to you. And then I felt like there's a consequence and I'm like, I didn't even do anything. I'm just telling you where I'm at. And well, how they, I feel. they say it's easier to apologize than to ask. Nah, I think it depends on where you at in your relationship because I think, in the the mindset because i think for us at this point in the game you should be able to come and tell me that because at the end of the day that's a, that's a, a bullshit because you saying if a person is attracted to somebody and they have these urges go to your spouse and bring that hard conversation yeah so okay it's, it's either gonna go either two ways basically your spouse be like oh babe i understand go ahead do your thing what or it's gonna be like what the fuck you talking about now we have issues now i can't trust you when you go to work now it opened up a whole pandora's box of you trying to be You're talking about an mature unhealthy person. And, and, and bring something You're talking to your about thing an unhealthy person because some people like to be lied to you know me from the very time we were young don't play them games with me because I'm not going to play them with you. I want to know the truth. I want to know the facts. Again, it depends on who you're with. Like hit me with the, with the hard truth. I respect the truth versus a lie. So like she said, some people like the hard truth. Some people like that. Um, well, I was just saying, a lie. like to be lied to. You got to know that like person. To be lied to. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if I don't know about it, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? People it's, say it, that, and it just makes my mind blow. Like I've heard people say, like, "Oh, you know, I know." Like, huh? Nah. Like, I want to know. You know what I'm saying? Just like you, you're making a conscious decision 
to make that choice. I want to be able to have a conscious decision to make my choice. A lot of, and then the thing, I think it goes back to back in the day as the, the older generation used to say, it's better to have a piece of man than no man. And that's a lie. You know what White lied yeah, to these they, they had them fooled because I, then you got to think the man was the provider. So basically, if we got this nigga still paying his bills, I mean, let him do what he going to do. And that's why I teach my daughter, you know, don't ever depend on a man for anything. Y'all could be a team. But you have your your couple goals, but you also have your individual goals. And not to say that I think Demetrius would ever do me dirty. If I left him today, if I left him today. She ain't going. <laughs> always always told her she ain't going nowhere. No, what yeah. you always told me you is I would never. The only way we would break not, up is if, if you, you leave me. That's what you used to tell and me. Tell I, I used to do say that. And if you leave me, you still ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Shit. Y'all not getting what he's saying. But anyway, <laughs> y'all see. They try to play this back crazy. in court and shit. Don't he sound hey, crazy? It's a court testament, sir. You said, actually, um, you ain't letting her go nowhere? Yeah, I said that shit. So basically, so this, is, this is, yeah, okay. She's so mine forever. This is my thing. So if I ever decided to leave you because I love you, because we go beyond just, first of all, you're the kids of my father. And if you, if anything, if you're hurting, my kids ultimately hurt. So I would never be like, oh, I'm out and I'm taking everything. Like, no, nah, I would never do that because, again, you're you're the father of my kids. And genuinely, I mean, we're in a good place. And then I always told her, basically, even if she did left me and got with a new nigga, he better be big and tough because um, he's going to have a problem with me. <laughs> You just came like I'm going to be huh? smacking in the ass and everything. Like <laughs> That's what you're not going to do. That's what you wouldn't do. But anyways, oh, let's good, stop dude. like the hypotheticals. Oh, you like my, the hypotheticals. Now you don't? Shit. Because you keep cutting me off. You're making me lose my train of thought. Um, Dang, I forgot what you I was know, about to say. It wasn't important. But at the end of the day, like we're in a good place now. But I, w- I will hope to believe, even if we're in a bad place, I still look at it like this is the father of my kids. You know what I mean? So just not wanting to do harm to you and always wanting to see you win. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, speaking from a healthy place in a healthy state. You know, I don't ever want to be that person that becomes bitter, even though I don't know how we got on this topic and not we done deviated completely from appreciation. But that's because I appreciate you as an individual, as a person outside of, you know, being my husband or the kids to my father. So I couldn't see me doing you like that because <laughs> you've done so she much That's how I know she's talking our ass because oh y'all goodness. could rewind it and say, basically she appreciated me for being the kids of her father. Listen to what I'm saying. I, I did. You said kids of your father. I mean the father of my <laughs> kids. <laughs> You know when a person, I mean. person just talking you out their ass mean. and shit. You know, you the know kids what are I her mean. father. Like, what yeah. the hell? What the-, the father of my kids. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. My point is it goes deeper than that, right? And so I just believe in having, you should be able to have conversations with, you know, that person. And be honest and be open about it. Like, we done have some hard conversations. And honestly, conversations that we had that I had to tell you hurted me more seeing the you be hurt and having to tell you but i think that is when you appreciate somebody and you appreciate your relationship to say hey we have to have this conversation because i don't want us to disconnect that's appreciation that is you know what i'm saying i, I agree with that and if i was over there i'd give you a coin is that my coin i'm giving or you you thought you'd give a coin I'm giving myself a So them hard conversations will show that you appreciate a person because you you're willing to have, be uncomfortable 
and and be vulnerable to speak your feelings. That's a, that's a true sign of appreciation. Yeah, because you appreciate and you value this person this much is that I don't want to lose you. You know what I mean? I don't want to be put in a situation to where whatever the hard conversation is, it causes us to be disconnected. And there's times in relationships you're gonna, you're going to have hard conversations. There's going to be times in relationships you're going to be disconnected. True. But how do you find it back? You don't keep allowing yourself to be, I ain't going to say everybody's going to be disconnected. I think you become disconnected when you don't have those conversations. Point. Does you want to wrap this up or, um, because I have nothing else to say about appreciation. Okay. So with that being said, learn to value and appreciate the people around you. You know, give them their flowers while they're here, whether it's a stranger, whether it's a business, a mate, a family member. You know, I even believe in appreciating your kids. I, I tell my kids I appreciate them and love them all the time and acknowledge what they're doing what is right, even the kid in front of the store. You know, they could be out there doing something else. Even if you don't buy the candy or give them some money, give them an empowering or encouraging word. Appreciate the fact that they're being law-abiding citizens. I know some of you are going to say they're doing what they should be doing, but sometimes we just have to acknowledge someone's hard work or what they're doing or their decisions that they're making to be a better person in society. Because anytime somebody is a better person in society, it makes a greater society as a whole. So just be appreciative, you know, and, and and don't be afraid or ashamed to tell someone you appreciate them. Let's just be a better us. And until next hold time. Hold on, hold on. How the hell you just be the authorized user to say a closing motivational <laughs> speech and shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like You told me to close it. Yeah, close it up. You want to spill? Like, hold on, let me shine too. Because like, shit. Y'all, for all y'all that are listening, man, appreciation. <laughs> Show the people that you love. You know what I'm saying? You love and that supports you. That's really there for you. Sometimes they need to be uplifted. You know what I'm saying? As being a strong man for myself, I have weak days. And, and I need to be uplifted with a simple text, a simple call. Not, not the call. I don't like calls. Don't call me. Just a simple text or a simple message of, I inspire you. Little little things like that, man. Show your appreciation. Because I, I pour into a lot of people in many ways. And um, I don't never see no pour back. And I'm starting to feel drained out here in this motherfucking wet season, you know? You're I need I, I, I need some appreciation. Tip me, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Close Are it you up. serious? Oh, my goodness. Disregard everything he just said. Until next time, continue to break cycles.